Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. So, yeah, he said he had, uh, he got him etched. Etched? So, he, yeah, he went around and they took the fat, you know, like the excess fat what that was around car- Carve it out? No, no, they suck it out. So, like, they just Excuse go around, me? they go around your next, your natural abs and they go through and they sucked it all out. Mm-hmm. And he said he always had abs. He just wanted but to. But we all have abs. Yeah, but like, now they defined them for him. They took the, they took the fat off of the abs. You know, so people be thinking all oh, these guys. Oh, I took this this juice and then look at look at me. It got my abs right now. Nah, he got him touched up. He got him etched out. Oh yeah, well we know that that's a big part of social media. Yeah, people are like, oh, I took this juice and this tea for eight months and look at look at how it got me looking. Like, man, bro. Okay, really? Like it was just somebody there that was like, oh, look at my abs, and then like they ain't got no muscles. They just got defined on the sides. Like, bro, stop it. Stop it! If you if you got that from working out, you have you have the definition going across, not just an etched line. Look like the look like the look like the uh, St. Louis Arch. Hey man, get the hell out of here, man! Yeah, yeah, I've I've got defined obliques. Never mind the abs. Yeah, you actually have to. We all have abs. Though. That's the funny thing. Yeah, but you got to get the fat from on top of it to mm-hmm. to, 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 to define it. Feel like I need. I might need that little etch up. Little etch up. Little touch up. You know, you we're probably, getting only close to, to you probably only have to get it once in your life, and then you'll probably start uh, you'll probably start lifting and doing stuff after. What happens though? Like, do do you like will fat grow back there again? Like, do you? Yeah, if you have a bad diet, it don't matter. You saw you saw Rex get lap band and get fat again. Well, and he different. broke it. Yeah, no, no. But the thing is, whatever you did to get them, like you have to maintain it. it. Has to become a lifestyle and decision change as well. And people that don't like to work hard, that's not necessarily really in their wheelhouse. Yeah, I mean, you you do stuff like that as a starter, right? As a starter, right? You want to like, yeah, it's like a reset. Yeah, get me back to where I had like the and then flat out, and you have to maintain, and then it. I'll maintain it from there. But the harder work is to get to that part because it's, I mean, trust me, it's really difficult. Yeah. All right, so we're in hour number three, and of course, you know what that means. Yesterday, Bart wasn't here, so we had our callers try to fill in for Bart mm. and give their best efforts, and Bart wants to hear it. So let's go through a couple of the callers that gave a shot at matching Bart's energy in the power hour. That means it is the power hour, hour, hour. How you feeling about that one? That's Luke. Luke was breathing through each one. See, when you say hour, hour, you're not breathing. Yeah. It's like holding a note singing. He said power, hour, hour, (laughs) hour, hour. The power hour. Our, yeah. All right. Like, here's Frank. The power, our, 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 he got he got to get those nose removed all day and scarred his he unscarred his nah, he, he, eternal he, bleeding he, in his esophagus. <laughs> all right, here's Pete. That means it's the power hour hour hour. I mean, it sounded like he gargling a little bit. It did but, a little gargle. But but then he he see he tried to go too loud first. When you're going for the volume, you're not concentrating yes. on your breath because get loud. You, you you blow a lot of air out. He also went a little bit of Edith there, a little Archie, you know, like he mm-hmm. had that kind of like, ah! Yeah, it was gar- a little, little, little too hard. It was gargling. Oh, Archie. Um, but not bad, though. And then last but not least, Blair, who I thought brought it. New York City! Don't you dare be sour! Clap for Brighton Hearts! Power! 
It's yeah. angry. Yeah. I need like a rock chord but, but, to but, that. Boom! Oh, oh, oh. You forgot he had to take you got before you say ow, you gotta you gotta you gotta you Quick gotta breath. get it. You gotta get it in. Yeah, you should, you should I show him how it's done? I think you gotta show it how it's done. So it's hour number three, it's Barton Hall. What's that mean? It is many <laughs> imitation is the greatest form of flattery. Yes. But there is only one. And this is the power little rusty. It's very unique. It is. It's very unique the way you deliver the power hour. All right, let's get it started then, the power hour, as we are now less than an hour away from the Michael K show. And uh, let's grab a call here real quick. We go Rob in Wayne. Go ahead, Rob. Hey, guys. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, I wanted a little uh, work on the Knicks there. I I agree with the previous caller. I really didn't want Brunson either. I, I wasn't sure how much of it was the team and how much was him, but he's definitely the MVP so far this year. Uh, one of the things I wanted to go back to was RJ and Toppin. I think one or both of them could have been moved at the trade deadline and yes. probably should be moved in the future. I think Barrett's contract's too big, though. The one thing I noticed about Barrett since he's been on the Knicks, the first thing my coach ever taught me when somebody was driving baseline is you've got to shut the baseline off. You've got to use the baseline as your second defender. He never gets in front of a guy on that baseline. A little bit better this year, but not that much. Another thing is he doesn't have quick feet. Anytime a guy takes him from the left to the right to drive into the lane, he's always a step behind. I noticed it with Atlanta two or three times. And medium shots, he was eh. He wasn't good around the rim last year. Now he's really good at driving and around the rim, but he doesn't have a three. So I think, you know, you got to do something with him. And as far as Toppin, seems like a great kid, can jump out of the building, but doesn't have the instincts. When you compare the instincts of what Hart can do and what essentially any guy in the Knicks but Brunson, uh, it's just like such a difference. So one or both of those guys have to move if you're going to add a really, you know, substantial piece to drive to a championship yeah i mean it's, it's, you're always building towards right and i think you know you couldn't trade rj at the trade deadline because of the the extension they gave him there's a poison pill provision in it no team would want that you got to wait till the summer and we'll see if you know it, can they get a a bigger piece and would he have to go in that kind of a deal and i would think it would have to be pretty significant to move a guy like him uh i'm with you on top i think i think RJ's had some issues trying to figure out where he fits right now. And that's what his struggle's been. Now, let's see what he does during the break, if he can just kind of reset, get his head right. I thought bringing him off the bench would be the right way to go. I don't think they're going to do it. But I, I don't know how else you take the pressure off off uh, Barrett. But Obi is – this is a guy that's a top-10 pick who is a bench player at best. He is a, a great kid. Just the two of them, by the way, are so likable. It's impossible to – really be critical of them because you like them so much. But if we're just talking basketball, yeah, I mean, there's there's things with Obi where you could just see physically that he is not strong enough to get, you know, to keep anybody in front of him. He gets bumped. He gets bumped pretty easily. And that's tough for a guy who's 6'9", who's going to be guarding other wings. He's yeah. just, he's not strong enough to be a, a capable enough defender. His three-point shot is developed, and so he is still useful off the bench. But you're talking about, Bart, think about this. Everybody talks about build through the draft, build through the draft. Yeah. The Knicks have had four top 10 picks since 2017. How many have they hit on? Frank Nilakina had that go. Mm, poor Kevin Knox had that go. Mm. Uh, and then uh, RJ Barrett, which, 
Uh, the guy's averaging 20. Like, he's he's good. No but it's superstars like, has come up. That's what I'm saying. And then you have Obi. That's four top 10 picks, it, and not one has turned into an all-star caliber player. Yeah. And you think about the ones that they that they passed on, right? So you look at, okay, well, we could have got Tyler Heidenberg. Uh, Halliburton, right? Oh, we could have got Jonathan Mitchell. Yeah, and the ones that they passed on that was right there in front of their faces that you wanted and other people wanted. Well, Donovan Mitchell is the really the one that just is going to haunt you for a while. No one, again, Knox wasn't a good pick, but Shea Gilgis Alexander, they played on the same team. You scouted the same team, Kentucky. You scouted that team, and you chose Kevin Knox over Shea Gilgis Alexander. Yeah, like that calls to question. A lot of things, and again, the confidence. It was why, by the way, the people who made those drafts—they're not here anymore. Yeah, who's the who's the people? Who's the who's who's the player that was taken after R.J. Barrett? Oh well, really... Darius Garland is one. Yeah. I think Tyler Hero right was in that draft. You know, there's a couple of names. That's a tough one because Zion yeah, and Ja yeah, are it. head and shoulders above everybody else. Well, people like Tyler Heidenberg, though. Tyler, T- Tyler Hero. Hero, yeah, yeah, he's he's, uh, he's yeah, he's nice. He's got the bag. but he's got problems too. Yeah. yeah, he got paid as well, but he's got some his own you know his own issues as a player. But he's good. But still, it, it just when it comes to building the team forward, that is something that you know it, you 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 got to understand. You got to give to get, and it'll be interesting to see what they do this off season. Uh, we got some terrible news. What? Yeah, uh, I just saw it, and I'm trying to. Yeah, Tim McCarver passed away. Hmm. You remember the obviously the player, but announcer as well, longtime announcer. I found him to be a really likable guy. But it's been a tough day, man. Your your, your childhood crush, Raquel Welch. Raquel Welch. Yeah, that was Welch. yesterday. Yeah, she passed away. Tim McCarver was uh, eighty-one years old. That's a good life. But I mean, he played in the league. He became a a well-known broadcaster. And um, yeah, he has passed away. Rest in power. Too. Yeah. 800-919-3776. With that, then I guess we we turn to the baseball conversation of the day, which was something that, had, like yesterday during the show, we heard about Frankie Montas and how the Yankees were, they realized that he's going to need surgery on his shoulder, which has been a problem since last year. And so now a guy that surgery. you traded for to be your number two pitcher next to Garrett Cole because you couldn't get Luis Castillo has really this year was penciled in as your number five right pitcher yeah and we already know Nestor Cortez you know steps into training camp but he's got a hamstring issue already that's not gonna be long term at least they don't they hope it's not but I mean whoever says a guy that is built like him hamstring issue and you know, come June, you're like, whatever happened to the hamstring issue? Yeah. Like, it, it just it, that stuff lingers. You said you said you said Nestor Cortez is built like the mushroom off Mario Brothers. You did that. I didn't say that. You oh, said that. Just saying. But so that's your four and five pitchers. Your five pitcher now probably out for at least half the year, if not the entire year. Jeff Passan actually thinks he could miss the whole year. That would be so, negligent. So, so Brian Cashman makes this trade, and it's look what it's turned into. And now I keep coming back to this. How much more runway does a GM get? It's incredible to think how long he has been with this franchise and how long he has gone without winning. I mean, Bill Torrey won four Stanley Cups with the Islanders. And less than 10 years after the last cup they won. In fact, 
less than 10 years after the last finals they appeared in. Here's a guy that should have had a job for the rest of his life. They moved on from him. He wasn't getting it done anymore. Yeah. He wasn't building a team anymore. Like, they, they just moved on. Like, they thought he was out of touch. Whatever it is, they moved on. Like, you, like no one had success like that. And Stand, so to, to, high. to look at where the Yankees are, and I just, the confidence level that, that, that Hal Steinbrenner has in Brian Cashman, I think is way beyond anyone else around the organization. Certainly can't be with the fan base, media. Like you could see it. Joel Sherman called them out today for this whole thing. Now you still have Garrett Cole, and obviously Carlos Rodon now comes in, and he's now going to see so you have two aces, or at least you hope Rodon can you know fill that role as a second ace. Luis Severino has not pitched a lot over the last couple of years, but can he can he find that level he was at? Boy, I'll tell you what, 2017 he looked real good in the playoffs. Yeah, but and what, then he had to deal with all the injuries. And then how has that changed him, man? Right. So, you know, like that's my my thing with the Yankees is not about my question about this franchise winning. They are about winning. They've always been about winning. But can they win with a team that you're hoping that Aaron Judge last year was had a magical season and stayed it's healthy. No, there's no way he can have another year like that. That's a once in a career type of thing. You don't have it's funny. Other, that career. No. Who was it that said they could see him doing doing it? I think Mark McGuire, I believe, said the way he swings the bat, like he could have multiple Con- like years like this. Considered a source. What do you mean? It's sauced up, man. Okay. You don't, so you're not, you're not buying Aaron, it. No, I mean, you don't have. You only have. We only. You only have one great season mm-hmm. like that. That's historic. So you're going to have two historical seasons like that? I'm not looking for historic. You know what I'm looking for from Aaron Judge? Now I'm just looking for steady, consistent. That's all I'm looking for. And obviously staying healthy. Do you think he's going to stay healthy like that again? I hope so. Why not? Is his contract up? No. Oh, okay. Okay. There's question marks with this team, but I'm telling you right now, the bigger closer and the later part now of your rotation. Top of the rotation looks fine, looks solid. Hoping Severino can rediscover, you know, what he was. But you still have questions at four and five. And who can, you know, who can fill in? Clark Schmidt. I mean, who's it going to be? You moved on from Montgomery. Like who, and you were really putting faith in Frankie Montas. That's, it, that's who you put in faith in. That's who you traded for. Him. That was your, because you didn't want to give up so much for Castillo, you went in on this guy, and this looks like another bad deal. Who who is doing the physicals? Well, they knew he was hurt. In. They knew he was hurt. That's the other part. They they brought him in knowing he was banged up, and they thought it would heal. When he did pitch, he was terrible. I mean, terrible. One thing I hate I hate when people say, "Oh, you know, they'll be better," or they or they think that they can heal him up. Like when people have history of injuries, usually that that's something that they deal with their entire career. It's unreliable. Well, you got to get surgery to fix it is the most important part, and they waited forever to do that. Like, why are you waiting? Now, February 21st we, first is when we decide that, oh, you know what? He's probably going to need surgery. Couldn't we have figured that out in November? Well, we're going to let it heal and see if we can avoid surgery. Well, there's your first mistake. Yeah, I don't get that. At, I don't get that at all. Well, let's see if we do. You're gonna have to deal with it eventually. You're just trying to kick the can down 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 the road. Maybe. I mean, it's it's a lot of pressure on on this regime and judge to carry this team as well. Well, it's a lot of. He's got his money now. Here comes the expectations. Can this team, which is 
was all or nothing team, right? Home runs. They, they were. Can that's what they were. Now the game is going to change a little bit because you're going to have more encouragement to put the ball in play, to steal bases. There's a lot more of that that is going to be encouraged this year than ever. And are the Yankees built to win that way? Or are they going to always rely on the home run? Now, I do think taking the shift out of the game is going to help them and their and their power hitters. Did, 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 did the Houston Astros shift a lot when they faced the Yankees? Yes. Yes, they did. Good question. Hey, by the way, Garrett Cole, is he over losing to the Astros? Well, I mean, we got waxed. So anytime you get waxed, it doesn't feel good, whether you're going to the salon or you're on a baseball field. So... <laughs> Um, yeah. Garrett Cole got jokes. You better have innings. You ever get waxed? No, I don't do that. I get my eyebrows done. Hmm. Have to. Otherwise, I'll be like, I'll be like Wally. It does hurt a little. Will you, will you be like, um, Frida? I, I could be Frida Anthony too. Dave, Anthony Davis? Yeah, I, I, it could. If I let it, yeah, if I let it go, it would be like that. I've never got waxed before. It was just your eyebrows. I swear, not your back, your no, chest. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, no. I thought you were gonna say you had a Brazilian strip or something. Thought about it. Mm. Just saying. You want to do it one day? I you mean, and I. I mean, I mean, it is just couples waxing. I mean, it 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 is. Listen, you got these metrosexuals. It is. So it's allowed that that's what you're into. I mean, listen, I'm not judging. I'm on TV. I don't want to look. You know, I don't want. We can't have two guys. With really aggressive eyebrows on the set, yeah. right? Like I'll let I'll let Wally corner the market on that one. I'll just tame it down a little bit. You want to go with the uh, the Magnum PI, the Burt Burt uh, Reynolds taco the mu- meat, go mustache and the yeah. little taco meat coming yeah, out of the shirt, coming out of the shirt. You know what I mean? Like Magnum PI. I could do that. Uh, Garrett Cole on whether or not he thinks the Yankees can win the World Series. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I believe in our team. Maybe there's a bit more hope when I was on the Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. He got jokes. He's in good good mood. Yeah, and everybody here for the, for for the, for the Yankees, the standards are already set, and they're tired of seeing the Astros celebrate on their watch. Here's more Garrett Cole. The AFC West said we were rebuilding. I'm be honest with you. I don't know what rebuilding means. Not rebuilding you. We're world champs. We're world champs. I just want to let y'all know that this is just the beginning. Sounds just like Garrett Cole, doesn't it? Is he going back? Is he going back with the Spider Tacky three thousand? <laughs> I love how the minute I played it, you just started shaking your head. The Spider Tacky three thousand. I hope he's putting that back too. Oh, piggy, <laughs> Kermit the Frog here. That did sound like Garrett Cole, though, didn't it? Yeah, like did. this is here. To, like, like it's funny, Garrett Cole. Do you think you win the World Series? Yeah, I feel like yeah, I believe in our team. Maybe right, I believe in your team too, Garrett hope. Cole. So this is now in February. Let's now fast forward, and now we're at the parade in November right here in New York City. The AFC West said we were rebuilding. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what rebuilding means. Not rebuilding you. We're world champs. We're world champs. I just want to let y'all know that this is just the beginning. If I told you that was Garrett Cole, you'd be like, yeah, that's Garrett Cole. Yeah, man. These these dudes, got they should do voiceover work for... Uh, the Muppets and Fraggle Rock. Let's hear from Travis Kelsey. 
just because they had the parade yesterday and Straight we're just hype. messing around with Patrick Mahomes and Garrett Cole sounding like the same person. Man in the, business. the haters were saying that the Chiefs would never make the playoffs. Who? Everybody's asking this is a dynasty. It's been a dynasty. Y'all just ain't know this till now. Believe that feel that and it's Chiefs kingdom forever, baby. We love y'all. Who said they wouldn't make the playoffs? What is he, he's making that up. Nobody. Oh, wait. Can't be a dynasty with two champions. By the way, that yeah, that can we can we put an end to that? Don't start using two and four years. Why does that happen? Oh, they're a dynasty. Do you know what a dynasty is? That's disrespectful to real dynasties. Teams that actually have the won Lakers. like multiple championships in a row. The Pistons won back to back and they weren't a dynasty. That's not a dynasty, it's back to back. Right. And you don't even do back to back. You're gonna call yourself a how dare you? True dynasties, three in a row. That's a true dynasty. Three in a row. Can they do it? I'm sorry. The word dynasty comes from, of course, history. When we talk about the Ming dynasty, the Han dynasty, we've had mm. several others, right? And those are generally, Musa. like, is that when, like, the family rules for, like, two years and then goes away for a while? Yeah. And then comes back later and then rules some more? No! A, rule, a real dynasty is when the family ruled for, like, an extended period of time. Extended period of time. Multiple years. Consecutively. Chuck, Chicago Bulls, Jeffrey Jordan. That's a real dynasty. It's two of them. Yeah. That's a dynasty. This two and, you know, oh, we won two in a couple of years. Ain't a dynasty. Sorry. You'll never convince me otherwise. Ever. People that use that word and they just throw it around like it's a real dynasty. You just, you're wanting so bad for it to become something. I want this to be more special than it really is. That's it's like you saying, Jalen Hurts, he's really good. But he's not like a great quarterback. Right. And you're not being disrespectful. You say, we just can't throw around great because it cheapens the word. When you say the Chiefs are a dynasty, you cheapen the word. Right. I mean, like I said, like Paul George is a great basketball player. He might even make it to the Hall of Fame. He ain't Kevin Durant. No. And that's not a disrespectful to Paul George. No. It's just levels to greatness. He's not an all-time great. Right. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. And you can't be an all-time great if you're not a top 10 player. Right. And that's not being disrespectful. It's just there's levels to this. And we cheapen it when we do that. That's why this whole Chiefs is a dynasty thing, embarrassing. Stop it. Any member of the media that uses that word in describing what the Chiefs are, you need to look up the word, do some study, and then remove that from your vocabulary. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And 
Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Maybe the Mets got what it takes because I feel like I have confidence that during the trade deadline, mm-hmm. he'll make the move. I see. That's what I said about and that's Steve what it's about. Yeah, you got to be able to make the move when, when, when it gets like when you re- realize that you may be close. Got to go get it. You, you have to be all in without any limitations. Yeah. And he has proven to be a guy that he is at that point as an owner. He's all in. Uh, Ernie is in the Bronx, and he's got an interesting uh, point to make on the Yankees. Go ahead, Ernie. What's up, guys? How we I doing? just wanted to make a point of what if it's what if it's not Brian Cashman? What if it's Hal Steinbrenner instead of Cashman? Because we've seen Cashman spend the money in 09 when he picked up CC, AJ Burnett, and Teixeira. So we know he's willing to spend the money, but does he have the money to spend from Steinbrenner? You're saying is he limited, right? Is, is there limitations to everything? The new cap because of the the budget and trying to avoid the luxury tax, or but, but or at least you know too much luxury tax. But here's the crazy thing, right? That's been the story they, Michael Kay has talked about for thing, a long time. But the thing is, their salary cap is still up there. Oh yeah, and they should be able to do more with less. They shouldn't have to, but you should get more out of the the money that you did spend for the guys that you brought. Well, in. I, that's I see. That's the thing. It's they still are spending. Among the top in the league. Yeah. So it's what you're doing with it, which, again, we reflect back on deals you've made, moves you've made, where you say... Glaber Torres, this is last year? Yeah. yeah like, they brought him back one year, and you know they avoided arbitration, but they brought him back one year. He's supposed Aaron, to... Aaron Hicks. So he's going to start like at second base. But I'm telling you, for, for, for Glaber Torres, like this, he not. I don't think he's here just for think, long. Just think of all the baby bombers that turned out to be duds. Yeah, that was supposed to be the whole Sanchez, reset. Sanchez, Greg Bird, and and why though? Gary, like Glaber, see Greg Bird was you couldn't control that. The guy just got hurt and yeah. he just couldn't stay healthy. Yeah, Andrew Hart was there. It was you the know? whole baby bombers. Yeah, Andrew Hart for some reason just he wasn't a good enough field. His, his, his first year, what no, he was and yeah, everything. He was a rookie regrets. of the year guy, but I just think like like for like Glaber was never like locked in. Like Gary was the same way. I, I feel almost enabled. Like they were allowed to. Yeah. Like Gary was just allowed to be lazy. Can we, can we? Can we? Can we ask people? Let's ask people this. You ask them. New York, bigger disappointment. Ooh. The baby bombers or KD and Kyrie? <laughs> <laughs> no. The bigger disappointment. The baby bombers. Uh huh. Or the big four. Oh, the Mets. Uh, the Mets pitching staff. Harvey. Now they're all gone. Wheeler. The Grom, yeah. Which one was the was the bigger why disappointment? We, why are we missing the who's the why are we missing the fourth? Dina, yeah, who's Senegar, the, Thor. Oh, oh, Thor. Yeah, right. right. You didn't big, need, bigger, bigger, bigger disappointment. Bigger disappointment since we're talking about breaking up the. the now big that three, group was, got to a World Series. The bigger disappointment. That group did get to a World Series though. But was it a big? They didn't win it, but they but, got. There. But was it a disappointment? The Yankees, the, the, it was the someone, baby it was bombers, got to a ALCS. It was somebody else, but did, so bigger disappointment. Bigger like disappointment, over, oh, like over the duration. Bigger disappointment. 
That's a good question, right? Is it's, it's not as clear cut as we think. I mean, because Aaron Judge still became special. Out of and all he's of still here at least. But then the ground was special, but he's gone and he's yep. hurt. Siam. And Thor never materialized. Twice over. And Harvey never uh, materialized. It yeah. seemed like they should have, out of all of them, they should have invested in Wheeler because he's the one that's pitching Amazing. at a high level. Amazing. So they let him walk. Yeah. Which is the bigger disappointment? The baby bombers or the big four? Yeah, the big right? four. Generation K 2.0. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six is the number. Now you could add to it, as you mentioned, Shohei Otani, who is going to be the big prize. That at least everybody's expecting he is going to be available. Now, um, the Angels are saying they want to keep him. Whatever it takes to keep. Why would he want to stay? That's the question. Well, he's Mike, playing meaningless baseball. Mike Trout says he wants him to stay as well. I'm going to do as much as I can to you know, try to convince him to stay. So, you know, he's got to really sit down and think about it. Uh, it's a big decision for him, probably the biggest one of his life. It's, it's a difficult decision because it's for, for him. If he does stay or if he does, I don't even like saying it if he leaves. But, you know, it's going to be different for him. But new atmosphere, new, new, new people, new teammates. But like I said, I'm going to do whatever I can to keep him here. Yeah, new, new people, f- new teammates. Like, that's a bad focus. thing. <laughs> like, that's a bad thing. New effort you, to you, try to actually yeah. win. You got Mike Trout. They spent all that money brought all that stuff over there. Mike Trout never did anything, never went anywhere. Like, Mike Trout chose the money because if he was about winning, he would have came back to Philly. He loves Philly so much, always at the games. Why the hell don't you want to play in Philly? They had the bag. They would have gave you the bag, but you signed the extension. Why you did that? You did it for the money because you're not about legacy. The the biggest travesty is that we've never got to see Mike Trout on a big stage. But he'll, see how he handles the pressure. He'll tell you that he did it because he wanted to stay there and win Liar. there. And the it's not on him Whatever. to build a, a great team around him. It's not on him. Yeah, okay. He has no influence, I'm sure. That's why he's out there trying to influence. Uh, well, stay healthy. Stay. Let's start there, right? Stay healthy. But Otani, it's going to be so interesting to see, will he go to the East Coast or not? Because really point, the West Coast is more appealing to no, him because it's closer, no. obviously, to Japan. See, but this is the thing. I think that's when you first come because you're scared, right? Because you don't know about America. Fair. At this point, he's comfortable. He can navigate through America. He knows that he can get on a G5 and get to get to China, wherever he got to get, whenever he got to get Japan. there. And he, and he can fly He can fly a lot more cushy than he used to because when he's about to get that bag, oh my God. he'll have it. Drake, what, 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 Drake, what did, Drake would give him his plane. What, what did Buster only say? Does he think he, $500 million. He, right, he said, right? right. He said Wait, half which, a bill. Which, right, which is crazy because... Patrick Mahomes is a half a bill already. So you would think baseball players get paid more than It's not all fully guaranteed, though. But really? fully guaranteed. Oh, oh, you're right. Patrick Mahomes, who just won his second MVP in Super Bowl, yeah, they're going to cut him in five years. You're right. It's not guaranteed. Are you making a bold Is this another one of your... uh, Yes. Yes. Is this a Scott take? Patrick Mahomes will be cut before he gets the rest (laughs) of his contract. Before the end of this deal, he will be cut. He'll be... What what he got, like seven more to go? In seven years, the the Kansas City Chiefs are going to cut Patrick Mahomes at 34 years old. So you're not buying that? Take. So his contract's more guaranteed than anybody else's. Anybody get it redone. So how does Francisco Lindor feel about how the Mets look after the busy offseason? It feels great. It feels great that us as baseball players are working as hard as we can day in and day out to be the best player we can be and to help the team win. And whenever we have the front office, Billy and Steve and everyone else, you're putting the same energy 
towards building a great team. It feels great. When you can match the energy of the front office and the front office can match our energy, good things happen. And I'm extremely excited for what the future holds. And I'm glad we're in spring training. We're getting things going. So there's just a different energy with the Mets right now, right? When he mentions Billy, Billy Epler, I mean, the, 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 what they, and I guess you feel unshackled when your owner tells you, what is it, whatever it takes, let's do it. I mean, the reason why they jumped all over Correa because it's like, all right, let, let, he, all right, it's not going to happen for him. Let's get him. Then, of course, you take a deeper look and realize, all right, no, 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 this is a risk. So let's walk away from it. But the whole point is, is that when there was something to dive into, they dove. Right? There was they didn't test the water. They didn't put a toe in. They dove in. And you just wonder, are the Yankees operating the same way? And the answer is no, they're not. So the caller brings up, is it really Brian Cashman or is it maybe more? Is it maybe Hal Steinbrenner? I don't know. But I'll tell you what, I think we've reached that point after last season. And we can't forget how we're all excited because it's baseball season's upon us. The weather's getting better. Like, you know, you have hope. Both these teams are going to be good. You hope both teams maybe will be neck and neck throughout the season. It'll be a lot of fun. It could be a really fun baseball season. But in the end, let's not forget that last season when the Yankees had a record start and looked like they were running away with it all year. Then what did I keep telling you, Bart? Just keep paying attention. I, I said it doesn't matter until we get to October. And when we got to October, it, this, but the wheels have fallen off. They were leaking oil. And Aaron Judge was the only thing that made you feel you know, good about the end of the season. But the whole point is, is that this team is not judged on – can they win the division? Can they be like it's so funny how the the Knicks right now we're like win a playoff series it'll be a great year, but with the Yankees it's we've done this now yeah. we've been doing this hundred for the last what? five years so, six years yeah. it's time now to get to the championship round so the this is the reason is the window now for this this team is mm-hmm. you gotta now turn this into a, a championship. This isn't about building and building and no. This is like you got to get over the hump and finally get one. Yeah, you. you think and I don't know if I have full confidence it can because they still have question marks on this roster and injuries already impacting your ability to pitch. And you can't even enjoy the ride because oh, no, matter, no. no matter what, nope. They can have they, they can, can have be a fifty best and yeah. twelve, right? And I'll still say, don't matter. Yep, because we know that the Astros are sitting over there. This is such a different mood between the between the seasons, isn't it? With the Jets and the Giants, yeah. what will we be? What were we doing all year? Like optimism. how 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 opt- it was optimism because you started seeing signs of Glass life because it's been so bad, right? This winter, watching the Knicks, it's seeing them get better and better and feeling like boy, a successful season will be if you can win a playoff round. But when baseball season begins, I can't speak for the Mets because I think on the Mets side of things, there'll be a lot of fun and anticipation. But I guess there's also anxiety that comes with that as well because of what happened last year and how the wheels fell off them as well. But from the Yankee perspective, I will enjoy watching games, but I cannot ever sit back and be confident about what I'm watching until we get to a playoff series and you start seeing the results when it matters most. I don't think they'll be— This team cannot be judged. It cannot be celebrated. It cannot be anything until we get to October. I don't think people will be able to even exhale until either the, the Astros get uh, eliminated not eliminated by yeah. somebody else yep. or, the, or, the, or the Yankees eliminate them. I completely agree.
Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. This is Black uh, Sabbath. Oh, that's. Oh, yeah, I, I never. Oh, I, I just. I just see, Don McGregor will be upset, but that's yeah. like, I never. Yeah, this I, wasn't like my wheelhouse. Yeah, I'm not into eating pigeon heads. You know what I mean? It was, it was a bat. And it was staged. I mean, a, a pigeon is just as nah, dirty as a bat. I mean, it's not, though. It's a, it's a bat. I mean, it was staged. It wasn't real. It wasn't real. He was drunk when he did it. Was it a drunk bat? No, not the bat wasn't drunk. Oh, the bat Ozzie, was drunk. Oh, Ozzy was, was drunk. Oh, okay, makes it okay. Yeah. I'm like, damn, how'd I get a drunk bat? I was, say, <laughs> I was about to say, where was Peter when you need him? It was who? Peter. When you need Rosenberg? Him. Peter. Peter. Yeah, Rosenberg? <laughs> where was Peter? Peter. Yeah. Yeah, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Not Peter. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> uh, you want to hear from Adam Silver? Yeah, let's hear Why not? So officiating has been a, a problem, it seems like, in all of sports. And the NFL, Roger Goodell before the Super Bowl said that they, they officiating has been the best it's ever been. And then, of course, we get a holding call late in the game that some people feel like shouldn't have been called late in the Super Bowl. Uh, Adam Silver before All-Star break or the All-Star weekend that starts literally tomorrow night um, was with, I think this is Sage Steele, right, on SportsCenter, hmm. talking about the officials in the NBA and how the uh, the L2M, the last two-minute report, has pointed to, let's just say, a lot of mistakes. They are absolutely held accountable. Um, we, we don't publicize um, discipline for Officials, we don't think that would be appropriate, but their assignments are affected by the quality of their calls. Um, whether or not they progress into the playoffs and then round by round is impacted by the accuracy of their calls and their demeanor on the floor. So there is a system for um, overseeing and, and making those judgments about our officials. So at least he's open about it and lets you know that, you know, sometimes they do get discipline. That's good to know. Do you need yeah. to know if an official got like, you know, whether he was docked a game or – or, or something like that. Would you ra- would you like to know if an official was disciplined for a bad yeah. call? Yeah, so I can tease him. Like, yo, <laughs> that's why you got disciplined, dog, because you suck. You want to get back on that list? Call it again. Technical you better foul. not call nothing else, dog. Then you get a tech. So? Yeah. And we're going to assess it. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I mean, I I, I, right. but that's why Adam Silver is one of the best in the business. When you think about Adam Silver and you think about his ability, you see how I'm like trying to sweat the clock out and talk all the way along because I'm looking at 11, 10, well, I was going to read some of the people reacting to the question you asked oh, about okay. whether it was right, the Baby right, Bombers right, right, or Generation one, right, give K. Us one, give us one. Uh, I can't we'll give you We'll continue any. this tomorrow. We'll continue discussion tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody.
Peace. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.